Daily Reflections is an exciting opportunity to deepen our faith in Jesus and to allow the gospel message of the day to penetrate the very core of our being. My friends, I invite you to allow the Lord of life to guide you and give you the courage to live as dynamic disciples. Let's offer this day to the way, the truth, and the life. Today we celebrate Saturday of the second week of Lent. And we begin with Psalm 103. The Lord is kind and merciful. Together, the Lord is kind and merciful. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all my being bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. He pardons all your iniquities. He heals all your ills. He redeems your life from destruction. He crowns you with kindness and compassion. He will not always chide, nor does he keep his wrath forever. Not according to our sins does he deal with us, nor does he requite us according to our crimes. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so surpassing is his kindness toward those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he put our transgressions from us. The Lord is kind and merciful. Our gospel for today is taken from Luke chapter 15, verse 1 to 3, 11 to 32. Tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to listen to Jesus, but the Pharisees and scribes began to complain, saying, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. So to them Jesus addressed this parable. A man had two sons, and the younger son said to his father, Father, give me the share of your estate that should come to me. So the father divided the property between them. After a few days, the younger son collected all his belongings and set off to a distant country where he squandered his inheritance on a life of dissipation. When he had freely spent everything, a severe famine struck that country and he found himself in dire need. So he hired himself out to one of the local citizens who sent him to his farm to tend the swine and he longed to eat his fill of the pods on which the swine fed, but nobody gave him any. Coming to his senses, he thought, how many of my father's hired workers have more than enough food to eat? But here am I, dying from hunger. I shall get up and go to my father, and I shall say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. Treat me as you would treat one of your hired workers. So he got up and went back to his father. While he was still a long way off, his father caught sight of him and was filled with compassion. He ran to his son, embraced him, and kissed him. His son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. But his father ordered his servants quickly, bring the finest robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Take the fatted calf and slaughter it. Then let us celebrate with a feast because this son of mine was dead and has come to life again. He was lost and has been found. Then the celebration began. Now the older son had been out in the field and on his way back, as he neared the house, he heard the sound of music and dancing. 
he called one of the servants and asked what this might mean. The servant said to him, Your brother has returned, and your father has slaughtered the fattened calf because he has him back safe and sound. He became angry. And when he refused to enter the house, his father came out and pleaded with him. He said to his father, Reply, Look, all these years I served you, and not once did I disobey your orders. Yet you never gave me even a young goat to feast on with my friends. But when your son returns, who swallowed up your property with prostitutes, for him you slaughtered the fattened calf. He said to him, My son, you are here with me always. Everything I have is yours. But now we must celebrate and rejoice because your brother was dead and has come to life again. He was lost and has been found. Well, today is one of my favorite gospels because it, it really proclaims the wonderful mercy of God. It is a gospel that brings great rejoicing. This parable is the prodigal son. The word prodigal, probably not a word you use every day, it means wasteful someone who recklessly uses up what he or she has been given. Jesus tells this parable because the Pharisees and scribes were complaining that Jesus welcomes sinners and eats with them. I think this parable certainly unfolds God's concern for all people. So let's open the word. First, we focus on the younger son. He wants out. Father, give me the share of your estate that should come to me. And the father could say, I'm not dead yet. You will get what is coming to you someday. So what the younger son is really saying is, I wish you were dead. We would expect the father to be angry at this, but instead he says, sure, here it is. And we watch the son go off and squander his father's money. He just wanted to, to be himself. No rules, no commandments. Some, sometimes we get that way, don't we? I'll do whatever I feel like doing, and no one better get in my way. Not the church, not the priest, not my family, no one. I know everything, and you know nothing. However, at some point, that feeling of total independence does not last. That type of living does not end well. We hear today that he had freely spent everything. And I'm sure he had a lot of friends as long as he had money. But now that he has no money, he doesn't seem to have any friends. This superficial happiness is gone. What is amazing and so inspiring is that he came to his senses. This is not working for me. I need to get my act together. This is what repentance truly is all about. I am a sinner. Today, the young son realized, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am amazed at his desire to, to let go of his past and was willing to accept his punishment. I no longer deserve to be called your son. Treat me as you would treat one of your hired workers. It's so important to notice the word deserve. He thinks his father's love is something to be deserved or not deserved. But we know that is simply not true. 
I've been a priest since 1984, and over the years I have met many people who wanted to really return to the Lord. And the one thing all of them have in common is that sin has made them unhappy. It left them feeling empty inside, alone, isolated, seemingly unloved. Sin promises to make us happy, to make us healthy, to make us complete, and then robs us of our joy, our meaning, and sometimes even our health. So often people return to the Lord because in God's grace, they recognize their misery. They recognize the devastation sin has wrought in their lives. Now let's turn our attention to the Father. I picture him just sitting by the window, hoping today is the day his son will return. He longs for his son. And then it happens. While he was still a long way off, his father caught sight of him and was filled with compassion. The power of the father's love does not see the son's past, but only the present. He did not sit back and wait for him to get home. No, the father runs out the door toward his son, running with excitement as fast as he can. He ran to his son, embraced him, and kissed him. It's in this story that I come to believe that that God is love. Our Father longs for you. Our Father is welcoming you, a repentant sinner. And when you and I recognize and admit sin, repent and have that desire to return, the Father runs to greet you and welcomes you. Party time. Then let us celebrate with a feast because this son of mine was dead and has come to life again. He was lost and has been found. Finally, we are presented with the older son. A party? Are you serious? He's very angry with his father because he forgave his brother. We can identify with this son because we have difficulty forgiving at times. Jesus shows us that as difficult as it may seem, we're called to reach out in love, compassion, a desire for healing. The other son also calls into focus that there are times we think we might be entitled. You know, I go to church every week. I deserve more than those who are just coming back now. Instead of love, there's only suspicious. I feel the major issue for the older brother is that he never felt accepted. He never felt appreciated or really loved. Look, All these years I served you, and not once did I disobey your orders, yet you never gave me even a young goat to feast on with my friends. That was his problem. So his resentment toward his younger brother was really pointing to a deeper wound. He did not feel loved. The older son had no real relationship with his father. The father recognized this and also ran to him, my son, You are here with me always. Everything I have is yours. You know, on Tuesday, March 28th, I'm inviting you to our penance service. And why is it important for you to receive the sacrament of penance during Lent? And why is it important for you to get in the habit of going to confession on a regular basis? My friends, the reason is this. In being emptied of sin, There's more room in your hearts for the good gifts which God the Father offers through Jesus Christ. Mercy is what God desires.
Jesus says, I, I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous people who have no need of repentance. Our Heavenly Father rejoices over one repentant. So let's rejoice in the fact that we have such a merciful, loving Father who cares for us. Just picture it. Our Father is running to you, running to you, wanting to embrace you and give you all that is good. Have a great day. Be sure of my prayers.